Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 42, and I'll be ha discussing one topic today, which will be the trans my review on the Transformers Last Night film. So, I saw Transformers uh, the other night on a Thursday, and I'm going to be honest with you, I, I'm i going to have to give it at least a 90 on this one. You know, 9 out of 10, 4 out of 5, because, now, I must say, you know, when watching the first Transformers film, you know, it was very good, you know, second one was cool. Uh, third one was decent. Fourth one was, I say, decent as well. And then, of course, you have the fifth one, which is also, you know, decent. But I wouldn't say it was worth the wait. But, you know, still decent. Decent enough for a 90% rating and a 9 out of 10 rating and, of course, a 4 out of 5 rating. So, pretty much. Um, but, yeah. So, of course, uh, spoiler alert, um, if you have not seen this uh, film, please, I strongly advise you not to listen to this podcast. So, you've been warned. But, yeah, so it all starts off as, uh, you know, everybody's, like, the Transformers are banned, pretty much. And now, then, of course, soldiers are giving orders to shoot to kill. So if you see it, you know, if they see a transformer, they gotta take it out, because and during that period, well, okay, the events take place after the, uh, you know, this event takes place after the events of um, the fourth Transformers film, starring Mark Wahlberg, of course. But it all starts off as, but yeah, the movie starts off as, you know, Anthony Hopkins is telling the telling the tale of King Arthur who was in a war, who was, you know, and then uh, they were losing, but so it was up to Merlin to, you know, help save the day by seeking the help of the uh, Transformers who were, who have existed between, like, during that 1600-year period. Um, so, yeah, King Arthur... I, oh, I'm sorry, Merlin, played by Stanley Tucci, who was in the film, in the fourth Transformers film, you know, was asking for the help of the Transformers from that time period in the medieval times. So he said, you know, he admitted that, oh, well, <laughs> it was a little comedic, you know, he was drinking and all. Um, but yeah, he was like, hey, you, you know, he was telling the Transformers that. He is the last, you know, their last hope, of course, you know, of the helping, you know, win the war. So he so he agreed that to help them, and of course he gave Merlin the staff. The staff was, you know, it was a powerful staff, which I guess also turned into a, like I think women, no, they didn't turn into a sword. Um, but yeah, so he was, you know, able to command or control the army so he and then there was also a medallion involved that king arthur was wearing 
which was, I guess, Cortana or Cor- Cortana, which was the creator of Cybertron. He's and she's the one who created Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and all the Transformers, of course, and um, Megatron. You know, so yeah, she was the creator. Because in the fourth film, he said that he was coming for the creators, but it turns out it was Cortana or Cortina or whatever her name is. So um, that being said, she, uh, you know, uh, King Arthur and his um, Knights won, of course. But actually, it's it's a long movie, so I'm trying. To, I'll make the long story short. Um, you know, a bunch of kids. Okay, later on, years later, a bunch of kids during during the events that were taking place after the fourth film went to an abandoned abandoned football stadium or baseball stadium and got caught in the middle of some robots who were seeking out Transformers. So then the Hispa- yeah, there's a little Hispanic girl that comes in and saves the day. But then, well, for now, and then. Mark Wahlberg comes in later on and helps, you know, saves all of them. So, um, but yeah, Mark Wahlberg's character is a wanted man. So, and then you, later on, you find out that he is—he was chosen as one of the last knights by the medallion. The medallion pretty much was like a little—it was like a little spider deal or whatever—and it uh, it found him. Well, actually, the green Japanese knight or whatever gave it to him. As he was dying, so, oh, and um, Josh, one, and by the way, another character from the previous Transformers films made an appearance. Josh Duhamel's character, so absent Tyrese's character, but Josh Duhamel's character made a return in the fifth installment, even though he was not, even though he did not appear in the fourth film. So you know, she, you know, he has orders to, I guess find the staff that Cortana was looking for in order to rebuild Cybertron, but it was almost at the end of the world. And Cortana's idea was to Cortina's or Cortina's idea was to rebuild Cybertron on Earth. So in other words, the end of the world. So, you know, then Optimus Prime finds Cortana. She tried you know, she he tried to attack. She turns out she got the best of them and then she pretty much mind controlled them. That type of thing. Um, uh, you know, he was possessed for a while. He eventually found the staff, and it turns out is one of them professors, a female professor, model-like chick. Uh, turns out she was a descendant of Merlin, and she was the only person that was able to wield the staff. Nobody else could wield the staff except her, so she posed a threat to the creator, Cortania. So, but yeah, it was it was very draggy. Um, you know, they didn't get to the good stuff until like later. But then, uh, oh, Bumble Bumblebee almost got killed by Optimus Prime. But luckily, Oct- you know, uh, Bumblebee got helped break the curse or whatever the mind control of possession or whatever by talking in his normal voice, saying it was an honor to serve with you and stuff like that. And after that, you know. Uh, Optimus Prime snapped out of it, but yeah, Optimus Prime put a whooping on Bumblebee for a little bit. But luckily, he's able, you know, if he ever, if he ever broke in pieces, he could bring himself back together, which was pretty cool. Though I never seen something like that before in a Transformer. 
a branch of transformer falls apart and then comes back together again like a little magnet. So that was pretty cool though. Um, you know, the car chase was good. You know, there was some, you know, some humorous parts, a few laughs in the film. Um, also, there was uh, oh Anthony Hawkins. You know, he had a role to play in the film. So, but yeah, he was one of the, one of the historic people from way back in the day. Um, who else? Oh. There was another deal, like uh, Transformers comes in many forms, you know. Normally it's mostly just cars, airplanes, jet planes. Now, all of a sudden, submarines. <laughs> That's new. And it turns out the submarine, which was a Navy-based ship, turns out to be a Transformer. So, yeah. And then... They had to go to the Stonehenge because that's where they that's where they could have gone to put the staff in. They had to put the staff in the ground, activate whatever. I don't know. It's it's just too much. It was yeah. I don't want to get all into that, but I'm trying to make it as short as possible. So you know, there's a war going on between the these little knights or guardians that were created by Cortana, and it turns out all of them turned into some type of dragon or some big tail knight then they become people you know little transform you know transformer deals which optimus prime pretty much killed with one stroke of the sword all at once which was pretty cool though so then of course you know they're struggling to get off the little cybertron planet on a little jet plane or whatever they you know then of course they land they get uh some of you know some of them died try you know during the war between the humans and transformers on that part of the planet um but they eventually got on the cybertron planet and then yeah she you know they were it was it was, it was all draggy bumblebee came in start whooping on cartana's guards and then of course you know she's like she had the got the best of her for a little for a little bit, then Bumblebee came behind her and kind of uh, overpowered her, and then he just I think smacked her or kicked her, telling her get off my planet, you know, and then Megatron same thing. But one thing I don't understand, because I was I was wondering, I'm like wait a minute, Megatron was killed in the third Transformers film, so how the heck did he come back? But then I realized, oh, the creator brought him back, so something tells me that you know, has been the last of him. So he did not die in this film, but he did get kicked off of the ship that, or Cybertron, or whatever it is that they were on that was connected to Earth. So, um, also, uh, yeah, so the I guess the scientist lady or historian lady who's a descendant of Merlin was able to get the um, staff, pull the staff out to stop all the destruction of Earth. So um, then, of course, that's, you know, problem solved, world, you know, crisis averted, oh, sorry, avoided. Um, and of course, they gave the staff to. Uh, Optimus Prime, so Optimus Prime is going to rebuild Cybertron himself. 
So, but he still calls Earth home, that type of deal. Um, also, I guess they're trying to, trying to rebuild what was destroyed on Earth. You know. Oh, and by the way, there was also something that looked like a horn or something like that. Uh, Unicron or something like that. But, oh, and by the way, um, just so you guys should know, there are, are some, I guess, post-credit scenes. So, yeah, stay after the credits, but don't stay after the end credits because there are no end credits. But there are post-credits, of course. And the post-credits are when um, Cortina, well, actually, it's a woman, you know, somebody, it's a woman walking around a desert, and... Some guy was like, I guess he was an archaeologist or whatever, and he's like, can I help you or whatever? And then she says, don't touch it, or, you, you know, he doesn't like to be touched or whatever. And he's like, who? And it says Unicron. And then I'm thinking, okay, who's Unicron? And then her uh, face kind of, I don't know, I can't tell. It's hard to describe it. I think it was like pixel-like to where you could easily tell. It was Cortina in a human form. Um, so then she tells the guy, "Oh, there's so much I can teach you. I can help you. I can help you. Help me what? To kill him. So I'm guessing him as in Optimus Prime, of course. So she's trying to kill Optimus Prime. So I smell a Transformers Six film, pretty much, after seeing that end credit scene. So yeah, but uh. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's all I could say. So, uh, you know what? If you have not seen this film and you pretty much listen to the podcast, I want to let you know, stay after the credits. So, in case those who did, who those who I warned not to listen to this podcast when not, if they haven't seen the film, had done so. So, I'm just letting you guys know. But uh, that's pretty much it. Um, feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We're available on iTunes and the Google Play Music app.